Hello, my sweet friends. Welcome to the Arc Cake Coach Podcast. My name is Christina Revalo. I'm a sugar paste modeling artist, a teacher, a coach for cake artists, cake friends, day creative community manager, award-winning cake decorator, and representative of international cake competitions. I'm so happy to have you here. If you are a cake artist, a cake enthusiast, or a baker who is seeking some help in anything related to your time management, social media management, setting your goals for yourself or your business, your mindset towards your business, or even a few hints of how to be part of the international cake community, cake collaboration, and cake competitions, you are in the right place. So welcome to today's episode. Hello, my sweet friends, and welcome to another episode of the RK Coach Podcast. Christina here. I'm so happy to have you all back here. It is December. We are almost in Christmas time. Everybody's already have their decorations. And uh, I bet you, my cake artist friends and my cake community, are quite busy right now with all the Christmas uh, orders. <laughs> so probably it's going to be a very hectic time for you. And it's funny because the other day I was talking to, uh, to another friend that for us cake artists, the holiday can be quite a daunting time <laughs> because we have our family to take care of and our family to be with. We went to do activities with them. We went to go out with them. We went to buy the presents, decorate the house and uh, bake and cook nice, nice things for them. And uh, in the middle of, of all of that, we have the orders of our clients. So it's, it's quite a hectic time. Uh, but usually January is a little bit easier. <laughs> so I'm not going to be focusing today on December because December is going to be quite hectic. And next week we're going to have an episode that has to do with Christmas. But I want to focus on what's coming next. I want to focus on next year. And today's episode is about a topic that is very Uh, dear to me, very important, I believe, and something that I'm, I'm, I'm an advocate of, which is goal setting and uh, organizing a roadmap and a step-by-step -step plan on how to achieve them. So today, my friends, this episode is about goal setting as a cake artist. And before we start this episode, I want to remind everyone here at the Art K Coach Podcast that the coaching group, our private group, is officially open for enrollment for only 20 euros a year. That's it, guys. Only 20 euros a year. You can be part of this private Facebook group and have access to coaching sessions with me, group coaching sessions, that is not going to be a live event. It's going to be a session. Uh, in a Zoom class that we can talk and interact to each other. And that will be from January to February, we're going to work on our goal setting. From March to April, time management. From May to June, social media. And from July to September, teaching your craft. You will also have 50% off in any special activities done in the in the Art K School Cake School, like special group coaching from October to December, individual coaching sessions at 50% off, and online classes and tutorials. You will have access to exclusive content for members of the group on sugar paste modeling, classes, tutorials, coaching, and gelatin art. 
I cannot wait for you to come and join this very personalized experience and let me help you with your cake journey and your business in 2023. I will be leaving the link for more information here in the description of this episode, but it's very simple. Just request access to the group and I'll send you a private message with all the necessary information on how to do your payment through PayPal. Very simple, very easy, only 20 euros a year and you will have access to lots and lots of activities for your cake business. I cannot wait to see you there. So 2022 is almost over and I have to be honest with you, after the pandemic, uh, from the year 2019 until today, the years are a little bit scrambled, but finally, finally now I can feel that everything is going back on track and our life is, uh, um, can be a little bit predictable, can be a little bit organized because before we didn't know what was going to happen. So we couldn't plan, we couldn't predict, we couldn't, uh, think what to do, but almost like acting on, on top of everything that was going on. But, uh, 2023 is coming and 2022 has been quite a good year. So I'm, I'm always excited about the beginning of a new year because for me is the, the turn of a page. I, I'm not a big fan of, you know, big New Year's Eve uh, parties. I love a party, but not like, okay, it's like the end of the year and I'm going to cry because this is over and there's new things coming. No, it's, but it's representative of stopping and saying, okay, let me just recap, see what worked, what didn't work and start over. So it's, it's literally for me, the turn of a page. Uh, it came to sound a little bit like a Hallmark card, but it's, it is 365 days of opportunities coming ahead. And you know me, I love, I love an opportunity. I love something that I can try new. I love something that I can start new. I, I love a new project and a new challenge in my life. And, um, <clears throat> I truly believe that when we stop, could be in the beginning of the year, could be in summer, could be in Christmas, could be in Thanksgiving, whatever day you decide to stop, recap, think what worked for you, what didn't work and plan ahead. For me, count on me. I'm there. Um, like I said in the intro, um, I'm an advocate for that, for stopping, see what's working, what's not working. Do that accountability check and start new. So usually when I start the year, I start my year with a notebook and an agenda and many more planners because I do have a lot of, I am a collector of agendas and planners. I love them. Uh, and I have so many tasks in my hand at the same time that I usually keep one agenda for each of my tasks separately for like to-do lists and, and daily and weekly tasks. And then I have one general agenda that I can know everything that I need to do in each one of the, of the activities that I'm part of. Because as you know, I have the Cake Friends Stay Creative. I have the private coaching groups, the public coaching groups. I manage my social media, my YouTube channel, uh, I teach, so there's a and I do cakes, so there's a lot of things going on, competitions, cake collaborations. So I usually keep um, separate agendas for each thing, or planners could be a spreadsheet on on Excel or or on Google Sheets, but something that tells me what I need to do through the year in each of the activities that I do, and then I have my agenda where I set everything weekly. 
I'm a big fan of all of that. I'm not saying that you need to do exactly that, but one thing that is good to start when you really want to uh, sit down and set your goals for the year, because we're not talking about planning. We're not talking about time planners or social media planners or calendars. No, we're talking about setting goals for the year. One thing that is important that you could have is just have a notebook. could be a small notebook, little one, doesn't have to be a big one, fancy one, just for your goals. Because you're going to go back eventually every every month, every two, three months, and you're going to go back and check what you wrote and see if it's working or if it's not working. So I start my year with a notebook and an agenda at least. And I will recommend you to start with that. Now let's think about this. We all have uh, dreams and wishes, right? We all wish to, as cake artists, because remember my podcast is always uh, focused for cake artists. So as cake artists, cake decorators, bakers, we have, we have our businesses and we have, we have our wishes and our dreams. We wish to maybe participate in collaborations or competitions and win them. Uh, we dream of, or wish to have a bigger space to work or, a new space to work, to start teaching or craft. There are always wishes like, oh, I should, you know, I wish I could do this or I wish I could do that. But when does that wish become a goal? It becomes a goal when you plan and when you set a roadmap to follow in order to achieve it. Simple as that. When you put a date to that dream or that wish, when you decide that by by this date, I'm going to get this result. That's when that wish or that dream becomes a goal because you know that you have a set time to achieve it. It doesn't have to be written in stone, guys. Come on. Um, There's always room for, you know, a little bit of changing, a little bit of improvement, of course. But when you set that date, it's like your mind is fixed on this is going to happen. It is important to have, however, a step-by-step plan on how to achieve it. And I usually what I do is I work backwards. So first I decide, I have my wishes. Let's say my, I wish next year this podcast uh, gets, um, let's say, uh, a nomination for the Delicious Magazines Awards on um, or cake uh, Um, Cake Masters Awards for best learning experience uh, in the cake world. Okay, that's that's my goal. Okay, when are those awards? By the end of the year. Okay, so I have my date. What do I need to do? I need to set a step-by-step of what to do in order to achieve that goal. So I go backwards. If by September, I think it's when the nominations come out, my podcast has to be so well known and has to have so many episodes in order for people to know it and to nominate it. Okay. So that's in September. So I have to start working backwards and okay. I have to create one episode a week. Maybe by the March, I decided to create two episodes a week. So I will have more contact from content for people. Maybe I will create some freebies in order to give some people give my audience something that they can they can have a PDF to download or or I don't know a discount or the connection to a workshop or to a webinar, you know, to to have that to captivate that audience. Okay, when I'm going to do it? I'm going to do it by let's say by April. 
Okay, so I need to go back and say, if I have to have this webinar ready for April, when do I have to start? So I go backwards and start decide, start putting dates on the milestones that I have to achieve in order to get to the final date. So let's recap. I set my goal. My goal is to be nominated for this award by September. The nominations are out, so everybody has to know about this podcast by September. How am I going to do it? freebies, more episode, links, discounts, whatever I'm thinking of. Okay, so I set my milestones of by this date, the webinar has to be done or by this date, um, I'm going to have this many uh, downloads or listenings of my episode. So I start working backwards until today to what do I need to do in order to achieve those milestones. Set dates for those milestones. That's very important. It's not just more or less by September, more or less by April. No, no. By the 20th of April, this has to happen because that way you can work weekly and daily tasks in order to complete that goal. It sounds like a lot of work, but once you get the hang of it, it's not that much. I'm telling you, I usually work two or three goals for each of... Um, each of my businesses, okay, Friends State Creative, the coaching uh, groups, the podcast, the YouTube. So for each one of them, I usually have two or three goals. Um, I then organize them in order of importance, which one I want to tackle first. And I also have my personal goals, like with my health, uh, exercise, uh, learning. I mean, I have a lot of, <laughs> have a lot of goal setting every single year. And um, it's doable. I'm telling you, it's doable. But you know what the key is, is to have um, a set plan on how to do it. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. Okay, so let's uh, recap, because I told you a lot about many different goals. And you must be like, whoa, whoa, Christina, wait a second, what are you talking about? Very simple. Um, you don't have to start like me to set like three goals for each of your activities. You start, and this is what I'm doing with the coaching group, the private coaching group. We are starting with getting the notebook. Perfect. Then once you get the notebook, you write down, you dump in there all your wishes and ideas. Just dump them. Just there. Boom. Once that is done, then we're going to start working on which one of those wishes are really a goal. And how do we get there? Okay. So this is the next part. How do we get to decide which one of my wishes are my goals for next year? So before you start, you ask yourself this. What worked for me last year and what didn't? For example, like I said, I have a lot of things going on at the same time. And one of the things that really worked this year for me was this podcast. Uh, to my surprise, actually, I have to be honest, when I started it, I thought it wasn't going to be as successful as it has been. And I thought nobody was going to listen to me. But it has been not only, um, I mean, not, <coughs> sorry, not only a lot of people has been listening to it, but it has opened doors for me that I didn't thought uh, possible. So yes, the podcast is working. So of course, I'm going to keep focusing on the podcast. Uh, one of the things that uh, didn't work that much, um, I don't know, I will say maybe the grow of one 
of the Instagram's account, the Cake Friends Take Creative Instagram account. So I'm probably going to drop that one. Uh, the online school, like I mentioned in an episode before, the online school reached a point where um, the platform that I had it in was not working for me. And um, the, the, the way I, I was organizing the classes and the courses was not working either for me or my audience. So I decided, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to close the school and I'm going to put these videos available on my YouTube channel. Then I'm working on growing the YouTube channel. So I changed that goal because I had the goal of growing the school at the beginning of the year. And I realized now that didn't work. So I'm not going to focus on that. Of course, the school is closed and the podcast is thriving. So what worked for me last year? The podcast. I'm going to focus on the podcast. Now, what do we really want? What do we really want with this podcast? I want two things. I'm putting the example of the podcast because it's, it's the example of what we're talking about. But this could be for any of your goals. So once you set that 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 goal, no. Once you decide what really worked for you and you say, well, I'm going to focus on this. Let's say for you it was um, the selling of a specific uh, treat or item, maybe cookies or or cake pops or maybe uh, wedding cakes. You you enter into the business of wedding cakes that you didn't enter before and you realize you were good at it. Okay, so if that worked for you, you're going to focus on that. What happens then? Then you re- you ask yourself, what do I really want with it? Let's ask I'm, I'm asking myself about the podcast what do you really want with the podcast well I want I want I really want that nomination that I mentioned before I really want to get to the point where people not because of the nomination but because I want people to know the podcast and have the recognition of the work that we do here okay so that's what I want to do I want to get there and uh, maybe I want to get um let's say more sponsors for the podcast and monetize the podcast. Okay. I'm thinking about my wishes. What, but what do I really want? So I, I decided from those wishes, what do I really want to work on? So that narrows down probably half of your list because you dump in there all your wishes and all of the things you wanted. And then you realize like, wait a minute, this did work because sometimes in our wishes we have we wish for things that didn't work to start working. And then you realize like, uh, no. So uh, dump the ideas in that notebook and then ask yourself what worked for you last year and what didn't and what do you really want with the thing that worked? Cross-reference those answers and you find that maybe what you really want has to do with what worked for you before just in a new way or being more specific or just adding something special to that project in order to keep thriving on that thing that you know works. Now, my friends, let's see my sweet friends. I always like to call you my sweet friends. Uh, Let's see. Now we know, um, we know two things. We know that in order to achieve our goals, we need to first uh, decide what our goals are going to be. With that, we take our notebook, we dump all of our ideas in there and wishes. Then we ask ourselves, what worked for me last year and what didn't work for me last year? And then from of the things that worked, what do I really want with it? That way we decide to focus on a specific goal for the year or a couple of goals, three goals. I don't know, whatever you decide. Start small because you need to get used to the setting of the goals before you go like me to do like six different goals in one year for 
or three different goals for each one of the things that I do. So once you have that set, then that's when you sit down and you create that step-by-step plan working backwards. First, set the date of when that goal is going to be achieved first. Then divide that goal into milestones, special tasks or special things that need to be done in order to get to that big goal. Once those milestones are divided or set, then you set dates for those milestones working backwards until today. And then with that, you sit down and you create a weekly and even a daily ta- a daily planner or tasks in order to complete those goals. Do I make myself clear? <laughs> I hope so. Do you understand what I mean with that? If you need help with that, I can help you, but we're going to get there in a moment at the end of the episode. Now, think about this because you already have the idea, okay? Setting the goals, how to achieve them, the roadmap, everything. Now, think about this part. Do I have the capacity to achieve the goal? Uh Uh-huh. What happens when sometimes we have those wishes? Remember those wishes? Oh, I wish, I wish I, I don't know. I wish I want a beauty pageant. Okay. But, Christina, you're like 47. Um, You're not in the best shape. You probably need to do a diet and lose weight and exercise and then... You're going to compete against young women who are half your age and uh, no, it's not going to happen. So do I have the ability to do it? No. (laughs) Okay. Let me put another example more close to our work that has to do with cake decoration. I went really far off with this one. Uh, Let's say, you know that I'm not the biggest flower, uh, sugar flower maker fan. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a fan of the people who do it, but not me. I'm that's that for me is a, a whole different universe. Uh, sugar flower making, uh, and I respect my sugar flower artists so much because I know the hard work that you put into each of those petals and each of those flowers is amazing. But I don't have the patience for that. So let's say that's not my thing. And I decided that in this year, I want to, you know what? I want to change my business and I'm going to go into wedding cakes with flowers. Okay. Do you really have the capacity to do that, Christina, when you have a whole business set in another thing? So you have to really start from scratch, really learn how to make the flowers, become quite good at it. And then get into the, you know, the rodeo of the wedding cakes and the wedding seasons and offer to wedding planners and all of that. So do I really have the capacity to do it? Maybe not. But if I say, or even better, I have a better example, not to go into wedding uh, events, cake competitions. I'm going to enter a cake competition doing flowers. Come on, Christina. It's like, really? I mean, you have invested so long into, it's like, I'm talking to myself. I, you have invested so long into your sugar paste modeling. You're good at it. You already won some awards in that. And you can get that goal that you want if you really work on that thing that you already know how to do. So are you going to go back and start from scratch learning flowers to compete? You're probably not going to win anything. So that's when I ask myself, do I have the capacity to do it? Are my goals achievable? Okay, that's another thing because I say, well, I have a goal to participate in two cake collaborations every month. Okay. Is it doable? 
are, is it achievable? Can you real? Do you have the time to do that? I don't personally. If you ask me, I don't. Actually, I'm narrowing down the collaborations this year probably to one a month, and there are a few months that I have to say no because I have a lot of work in other areas, and I cannot really dedicate myself or time to do a specific beautiful piece for a K collaboration. I'm not just going to present anything. So, okay, are my goals achievable? Ask that. Do I know how to do it? Do I really know how to achieve that goal? Do I really know how to set those milestones or not how to set them, how to achieve those milestones? So that will narrow down other wishes that you have in order to achieve your goals. How do I answer the questions that I asked you before? Well, make sure you have that timeline to complete them, okay? So make sure you do have the time available to do uh, to complete the milestones and that you can visualize a timeline of the things that you're going to be doing during the month, during a period of three months, or during the year. Uh, you have to have a way to measure your progress. This is very important. Either it is to complete the milestone or to achieve several hours of working during a day or week or to sell certain amount of your baking goods that you will want to get to a certain amount of money every month. I mean, you do have to have a way to know your progress, to measure your progress. Why? Because... One of my recommendations is to do an accountability check, maybe monthly, maybe every three months. So you will know if your goal is really working. Because what happened? You set a goal in January. And this happens to me last year. You, I set goals on January that by March, I realized nothing was happening. And my life, because this is another thing, life happens and opportunities come in and things change. And I realized, okay, this is, my goal is not aligned where my life is going. So this is not working for me. So I dropped it. I decided, okay, I'm not going to work into this goal anymore by the first trimester. And I'm going to focus on, the, on another one because this is not working. And it's not a bad thing. It's just... I'm not wasting my time. I keep pushing on something that is not really working. So you, the way of measuring your progress is going to tell you if things are working on or not. Once you set a plan, please stick to that plan. I'm not saying that you cannot change it along the way. You can, of course, when you have those accountability checks. But let's say I realize I decided that I'm going to do my accountability checks every every month. Okay, so during that month, I'm going to stick to that plan to really see if it works. Usually you can check if things work after, I don't know, let's say 20 days. So give it a month, give it 30 days, see if it works, if it doesn't work. Uh, and then do your accountability check, measure your progress and decide what you're going to do with that. Um, and you can shift path. It's easy. I mean, it's, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's it's something that you're a, a you're able to do. You can do it. Don't feel that if you change path, if you uh, if you pivot, if you change course, if you decide this is not working for me, don't see it as a failure. See it as I'm learning so much that I have the control to decide what works for me and what doesn't work for me. It's actually an empowering thing. You feel like, okay, I have the control. And that's what the thing about my goal settings uh, or, or about goal settings that I love it gives me, like I mentioned before, I'm a little bit of a control freak, <laughs> but 
it gives me control of things. And instead of controlling things that I cannot control, we did an episode of the on, on this. Instead of focusing controlling things that I cannot control and getting stressed over that, I'm focusing on something that I can actually have a saying in it. My goals, the way I want to achieve them, the way I want to work for them. And when you say, okay, I'm going to stop. This is not working. This is not for me. It's actually an empowering feeling. It's like, okay, I have the control of my life. I have the control of what's going on. You don't feel that life passes you by. You feel that you have the control over what you're doing. And I think that's the most important thing about goal setting. Life is not passing you by. You're knocking on those doors. You're trying. You're working hard towards what you want to get. And believe me, guys, I'm telling it from experience, from years of not doing it and years of doing it. My life changed. The things that I'm achieving right now are nothing compared to what I didn't achieve before planning my goals. Um, the opportunities that I'm getting are countless and it's all because I'm working hard on it and I'm working hard because I have a plan and I know where I'm going. So that's why for me, goal setting is so important, but remember goals are not a to-do list. Okay. Your goals cannot be, uh, my goal this year is to meditate every day for five minutes. No. Your goal is, what do you want to achieve by meditating every day for five minutes? My goal this year is to work on sugar paste modeling weekly for an hour. Okay. What for? I mean, in my case, okay, I decided that I want to determine uh, or organize my schedule in order to weekly have two hours of straight modeling. Like I'm just modeling. I'm just modeling on something mine. I'm not doing a cake collaboration or, or an order for a client. Just, you know, working on something that is my creativity, my thing. What for? To create pieces for a workshop and to create a business with that, to participate on more competitions, to improve your skills for a competition. Why do I want to do it? So it's not a to-do list. Goals are the final objective the purpose, the why you're doing it, not the to-do list. So think about that. And if you need a little bit of extra help, I'm going to give you a gift. Here in the description of this episode, I'm going to leave you the link to download my monthly planner from my website. This is the planner that I use. It's a very simple um, very nice sheet made in Canva <laughs> that you can have a look at the whole month and you can write down your goals, um, your your milestones. So it's very it's very nice to have like a clear monthly vision of what you want to do. This is my gift for you today. And I have an extra gift. I have a few tips that can help you achieve your goals. First of all, remember, get a notebook and a planner just for your goals. Before you sit down and make that list, remember the list that I talked before where you just dump all your wishes? Make a gratitude list. Sit down and say thank you for all of the good things that had happened to you. And then you start dumping that wishes in there. You know why? Because when you start your, even if you start your day, when you start something with a gratitude, 
attitude, <laughs> with, uh, with your mindset into the gratitude, everything that is going to come out of that is going to be positive. Believe me, it works. Um, another tip, divide your goals into quarterly and monthly goals. Okay. Set one big goal for the year, but divide the rest into quarterly and monthly goals because it's like each milestone is going to be a goal and you're going to feel that sense of accomplishment. Visualize success, guys. This is super important. See yourself. I talked about this in the previous episode. Visualize yourself winning that award or achieving that um whatever you want to achieve, uh, selling those goods to a big client, getting that client that you wanted, booking your whole year with, uh, with cakes, uh, orders. I mean, visualize that success, get that feeling. I was talking to my kids and my family the other day, my husband and my kids, because we were doing the Advent, um, ref in, um, every Sunday before Christmas. And last Sunday was about, joy. And I ask around, what do you feel, what brings you joy? And they, you know, they, each one of them said things that bring them joy, traveling, damn, my little kid loves dancing and, uh, traveling, being with the family. Um, I don't know, things that they mentioned. And at the end I said, well, think about those moments that bring you joy and hold on to the feeling of that moment. Why? Because that feeling is what's going to get you through the bad times. So this is something that happens with you. When you visualize the success, even if it's imaginary, when you visualize that success and you hold on to the feeling of, of that visualization, every time you feel down, because believe me, there are going to be moments where you're going to feel stuck, when you're going to feel down, when you're going to feel that why am I doing this? Why am I keep working on this set step-by-step milestone list that Christina made me do that I feel that like I'm not going anywhere? That's going to happen. Uh, or when something doesn't work, even though I said it's an empower, powerful, uh, empowerment moment, powerful moment, powerful moment, um, you're going to feel, oh, that didn't work. And I spent so much time on it and it didn't work. At that moment, you take that, memory of that visualization of success, take that memory, think about that and say, but I'm going to keep going because I'm not going to get there. Yeah. If you're a Harry Potter fan, I'm a big Harry Potter fan. I'm a Potter head. There is an upcoming Harry Potter collaboration this year. So, uh, remember the expecto patronum enchantment. How does that work? You hold on to the good memories in order to, you know, blow away the, the mentors. So that's it. That's it. You, you, you hold on to the visualization memory of success in order to get you through this little moments of going down a little bit. Now, uh, have a strong why and a strong purpose. When you set those goals, think about why do you want to achieve them? Especially that why, what, what, what drives you to achieve those goals. And uh, when you have that set, hold on to that feeling as well, because that's going to keep you uh, moving forward and completing your goals. 